Help Wanted, able-bodied crew for extended pleasure cruise, exotic ports of call in 48 states and Canada, good pay and pleasant working conditions, does not include room service and long-distance calls, traveling total comfort, loose rules, tight lines, and a warm meal at the gig, religious services available for a price, meet fascinating people, Enjoy wholesome companionship. Limit one suitcase per person. Thoughtful captain with 12 years experience. Swingers need not apply. An equal opportunity employer. Thanks for tuning into the latest episode of the Songlines and Ten Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear and are not a subscriber, don't forget to subscribe. Now let's pull up the anchor and set sail. I am currently battling a little bit of sinus drainage, nasally stuff going on. So my voice sounds a bit off. That's the reason why my kids last week were home off and on all week long. I had like one day to myself. So I'm hoping I didn't catch something from them. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into the episode. The help wanted ad you heard to open the episode was found underneath the Son of a Son of a Sailor album on buffettnews.com. Not sure why it is there. Not sure if it was in the liner notes of the album. It was interesting, so I thought I would share it. And the song that opened the episode is a song by Rush called Madrigal. And for some reason, I am drawn to songs of this style by them. Rivendell is another one of those slower Rush songs that I fell instantly in love with. I've always been drawn to ballads in any genre, And if you were to ask me, boats, beaches, bars, or ballots, take a guess, guys, which one it would be? My go-to is always ballots. Yep, you got it. I love Jimmy's ballots. He's got a perfect style and sound for the slower songs. Maybe ballots appeal to a softer side of myself, or it could be that I love to find ways to relax in my crazy day-to-day world. Very important for your mental health to find downtime. And ballots of any kind help me to recharge my brain. How about you? Boats, beaches, bars, or ballots? What is your go-to album from that box set? Where to reach me is in the show notes. The song Madrigal by Rush 
The song that opened the episode can be found on their album, A Farewell to Kings, released in 1977, the year of the mighty Margaritaville. I will say, as I continue to deep dive into Rush, A Farewell to Kings is a big favorite of mine so far. If I had to pick a top three of Rush albums, which I know you guys want to know since you're on a Jimmy Buffett-based podcast, anyways, I'm going to give it to you right now. It would be in that top three, somewhere right along with Presto and Vapor Trails. Those three albums have really jumped off at me quickly, and I think Jimmy would do a great job with a song like Madrigal. Ho! Ho! Whoa! Ho! Hey! Hey! Who threw that? Who that? Left side? Right side? I see you over there. I see you. Don't throw stuff at me. Jimmy could do a really good job with Madrigal. I promise you that. I know it's a crazy statement, but Jimmy and just an acoustic guitar playing that song would be fantastic. I think it would work. He knows how to make a ballad. How about this? What if Jimmy did a version of Tom Sawyer? Whoa, whoa, don't, don't throw any more things. No, no, no. Okay, stop throwing things. Stop throwing things. Stop, stop, stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Maybe that is a little bit of a step too far. But I would love to see Jimmy do something crazy like that. Let me move on from those crazy thoughts and dive into the Buffett album I want to feature on this episode called Son of a Son of a Sailor. And here's the first song from that album that I want to feature, The Last Line. song you just heard, the last line, has been played live eight times according to Setlist FM. First played live in 1978 and last time played live in 1997. And when I see the year of 1997 and it's Jimmy Buffett, I know what that means. I wonder if you know what that means too. Yep, it's time once again for Stumpo El Bando. And according to Setlist FM, He was not stumped. Can't imagine why that song got featured on Stumpo El Bando. And to me, that says one thing and one thing only. Jimmy, you need to play this amazing song live more often. It's got a killer bass line and it's a killer tune from start to finish. The last line can be found on the album Son of a Son of a Sailor, 
which I mentioned before, an album I sometimes forget got released in the 70s. I don't know why, I just do. Here's a bit more about this album from Wikipedia. Son of a Son of a Sailor is the eighth studio album by American singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett, of course, right? It reached number 10 on the Billboard 200 album chart and number 6 on the Billboard Top Country Albums chart. The album was also certified platinum as well. Three singles from the album charted, including Cheeseburger in Paradise, number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100, Livingston Saturday Night, number 52 on the Hot 100, number 91 on the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart, and Manana, number 84 on the Country chart. And here are a couple of other things I found when researching this album. According to Wikipedia, Buffett and the Coral Reefers chose to play the song Son of a Son of a Sailor during their only appearance on Saturday Night Live. Actor Richard Dreyfuss hosted the show on May 13, 1978. During the performance, Buffett's leg was still broken. He sat on a chair while his leg cast rested on a boat. This is the same rendition of the version that appears on You Had to Be There. The song Son of a Son of a Sailor is a fan favorite, but was not a concert staple until the 2005 Salty Piece of Land tour, according to Wikipedia. I didn't know it was played live more until it became a staple in 2005, and I checked Setlist FM against that statement because it didn't seem right, and it looks like 1994 was when this song really started to get played live a lot more. Before that, it was still played live, but not as much or as many times on tour. So, 2005 may not be accurate if Setlist FM is to be believed. Moving on, time to meet our African friend. Disembarking at Duval Airport Seeking transportation to town As the purple ink dried on his passport He could still feel the eyes look around Miss Louis Casino Spoke to the cabbie and smiled Driver replied, Boo, Nubo, as he motioned the dark man inside. Business in Aruba concluded, he now had a little money to spend. That's how I came to meet my African This song has seen the concert stage 31 times according to Setlist FM. First time in 1979 and last played live in 2020. With the bulk of its appearances on the 2019 tour, 15 in all. I think that was the Son of a Son of a Sailor High Tide Tour. That makes sense. I bet Jimmy was featuring songs from the album Son of a Son of a Sailor during that tour. An African Friend is another song by Jimmy that needs a lot more love. 
This is an incredible tune, an incredible ballad. It's one of those songs that I fell in love with early on and still love it to this very day. I never get tired of it. Here's something about the song African Friend from Jimmy himself from BuffettNews.com. For the amount of shit that the Haitian people have had to endure over the centuries, they are the warmest and friendliest people I have come across in my travels. This song was written after a trip to Port-au-Prince and a wild night in the old casino that made me feel as if I were in a bogey movie. Those damn bogey movies have put me in some tight spots as I've tried to create fact out of fiction. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And stay tuned after Margaritaville plays. I'll be reading a bit more of the tale of the golden pirate. Arr, Evasti, matey, walk the blank. And don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find all my social media areas, where to buy my books, and my Patreon page. And if you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. One last thing. I want to hear your Buffett origin stories. How you became a Jimmy Buffett fan. Several of the podcasts I listen to have been doing this with the artists they cover, so I thought it might be nice to hear your Parrothead origin stories and to share those stories on the podcast. Email is songlinesandtanlines at gmail.com. You can also click the anchor link in the episode notes, and it will take you to a spot where you can leave me a message. You can give me your origin stories or any feedback you so choose by simply using your voice. And thanks, Dirty Parrot, for the kind words on Apple Podcast. Here's what Dirty Parrot, love that name. Maybe I should have named the podcast Dirty Parrot. I really like that title. Anyways, here's what Dirty Parrot had to say. The title reads, This Dude Gets It! Exclamation point. Five stars. One of the best Jimmy Buffett-themed podcasts out there. I highly recommend it. Again, Thank you, Dirty Parrot, for those extra kind words. And on Instagram, Tiwanmon, T-W-A-N-M-O-N, had this to say about a recent episode. Hey, Anthony, just wanted to say I truly enjoyed your podcast on the mysteries of Havana Daydreaming. I actually have an alt copy. I had three copies and all were the same. Kick it in second win and please take your girlfriend with the alt songs on it. Love the deep cuts you pick. I would love to own an alt version of Havana Daydreaming. Maybe someday, right? And T1 Mon got back to me and told me about an album called The Uncovered Album. I did some research and this is what I found. It appears to be called The Uncovered Jimmy Buffett. And according to PopPsych.com, it was an unissued LP from Jimmy Buffett entitled The Uncovered Jimmy Buffett. This LP was released to industry executives as a promo publishing LP. It contains 18 uncovered songs from Jimmy Buffett and was released as a demonstration record only. There were only a handful of these pressed. T1 Mon also shared this with me on Instagram as well. First show was the Outpost Tour in 1991 and T1 Mon also has seen Jimmy 70 plus times. Wow. I thought I had seen him a lot, but that's incredible. 
Now, here is Tin Cup Chalice from that demo album. Thanks, JLHockey27, for posting this on YouTube. I want to go back to the islands Where the shrimp boats tie up to the pilots Give me oysters and beer For dinner every day of the year And I'll feel fine I'll feel fine Because I want to be there I want to go back down and lie Beside the sea there With a tin cup for a challenge Fill it up with Are searching for the breeze. Yeah, the salt air, it ain't thin. It'll stick right to your skin. It makes you feel fine. Makes you feel Tried and true, parrot head from the early 90s, hearing Tin Cup Chalice like that, just put my mouth on the floor. I mean, you go for so long hearing Tin Cup Chalice one way and one way only, and then that drops in your lap. I mean, that's just incredible to hear. Anyways, if anybody has anything else out there rare and unheard of, please let me know. 
I also shouted out to Jimmy himself to see if he'd respond on Twitter about this uncovered album. Nothing yet, but you got to aim for the stars, even if the fall hurts when you come back to Earth, right? And I got to say again, just finding that album, I have been on a whirlwind for the last couple of weeks just researching the crap out of that album, and I have really come up with hardly anything at all. But T1 Mon and JL Hockey both have reached out and said they would try and get me an MP3 copy of it. So, fingers crossed. Plus, I found a site that's got a maybe a full version of it as well. I might be able to pull something from there. I really, really want to hear this album. Um, if you guys know of it, know where to get it, have heard it yourselves, please let me know. Songlinesandtanlines at gmail.com is the place to reach out to me. And episode 551 of Jim Harold's Campfires, where you can hear my voice talking about personal ghost stories. Swing over and listen to it today if you are at all interested. And if you have stories to share, please sign up and tell Jim all about your spooky experiences. And the Audible Ecstasy crew is going to be diving into some Buffett albums, so swing over, subscribe, and listen in if you want. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha. Stop for any tequila drinkers that might be out there tonight. Watch out. It's about a little resort now called Margaritaville. You may have heard of it. It's at the bottom of the Cuervo bottle. We'll take you there right now. Be 
I stumbled onto that version of Margaritaville through some reaction videos I found on YouTube. Funny to watch people listen to this parrothead anthem for the very first time. All positive, thank goodness. How could you not like this song? I never tire of it. And I'm not just saying that, I truly still enjoy it. And this version is amazing. Love the harmonies on the chorus. Anyway, let's get back to the tale of the Golden Pirate. You can find it on Amazon, an ebook or paperback, or my Patreon page for $1. All right, let's do it. I guess he does. Parson rejoined the conversation, which Tony didn't seem to notice that he had checked out from. Parson then inhaled and blew out a deep breath. He looked at Tony, and then he said it, said it, and made his decision. The time for thinking was done. I'm going to do it, Tony. Leave? I don't have any kids. A few exes whom I don't talk to, an on-again, off-again thing with Angie, but no real roots. In fact, I haven't talked to Angie in about two weeks. I'm sure she wouldn't even know I left. I think we are both only in it for the sex. I see your point. Why not, right? I could take this severance and what I have in savings and just go for it. You'd be broke if it didn't work out. You know, I've never sat down at a card table with a deck of cards in my favor. Maybe this time, the guy dealing the cards has dealt me a hand. Tony's phone rang. He looked down at it. It's the wife. Hold on. Tony got up and walked out of the room, leaving Parson alone. Now that he had made the decision which he was 90% comfortable with, 85%, now make that 75% comfortable with, it felt kind of good. Tony returned. I have to get home. I was supposed to get dinner. Oops. Yeah, oops is right. She's a little pissed. I could hear her across the room. That's what the phone turned all the way down. They both smiled. Thanks for stopping by. I mean that. It was nice to have an ear. Tony finished his slice of pizza and downed his drink. Pizza is yours. Thanks. Are we running tomorrow? Seven at the normal spot. I'll be there. Tony made his way to the door. He stopped before he left. Whatever you do, Parson, just make sure you are sure. I will hate to see you go, but this might be what you need. It works out. Some of this crazy plan of his, he pointed up towards the ceiling, always seems to work out. Just hang in there. I will. See you tomorrow. Yeah, if I survive tonight. They both smiled again. Tony turned to leave. Parson stopped him. Feel free to tell the guys. I'm sure they want to know. They already know. Later, man. Later. Tony made his exit. And Parson was now alone. He decided to give Angie a call because, at a time like this, a good screw would go a long way to clear the mind. Of course, it could also scramble things up, but Parson didn't care. He was just thinking about Angie, those lips, and what she could do with them. The decision to call her was an easy one for him to make. Parson reached over and grabbed the phone as he heard Tony's car pulling away. He listened as the phone rang on the other side and... To his surprise, he heard her pick up and say, hello.